Welcome to the 313 Men, Money, and Marriage podcast, where facts, logic, and reasoning are at the forefront of every conversation. In this episode, we will explore the female and male prime years and figure out why there's such a disconnect between men and women when it comes to establishing a long-term relationship and ultimately a marriage. So sit back, relax, and enjoy as we get into the female and male prime years. Welcome back to the 313 Men, Money, and Marriage podcast. Before we get started and uh, discussing the female and male prime years, I just want to let you know if my voice sounds a little off or different, uh, it's because I kind of have a stuffy nose. I'm battling its allergy season, and I'm battling allergies. It's affected just about everyone in the household, it seems. But if I do sound a little off or different, it's just simply because it is that time of the year, and my nose is a little stuffy. So... Uh, I apologize in advance if I don't sound my usual self. So as we get into this particular area, it may come across that I might be picking on one gender or the other, and that's not my intent at all. We're going to be discussing this issue between female and male prime, prime years. And the purpose of it is so that we can get an understanding of the disconnect, why there's sometimes a disconnect between the two and why people are having a hard time getting together for long-term relationships and marriage. I think part of the, the reasoning is, is most people don't know when the prime years are for each gender. So that's why I wanted to discuss this particular issue earlier in one of the earlier episodes of the podcast. And this is going to be coming up in the early, one of the earlier episodes. So I figured I'd discuss it now and it'll be sort of a, a baseline for us to refer to certain things when we are talking about relationships in general. So, uh, since we are going to have, we're going to do it the way where we did when we were little in school, where it says girls go first, we're going to start with the female prime years. Now, if you ask most people, they, they're not really quite sure when the female prime years are, but generally speaking, the actual years are between the ages of 18 to 35. So, with that being the case, some women think that it's later or when they get older than that. But generally speaking, it's about 18 to 35. Women during this period of time, this can be sort of a blessing for you, and it can also be a curse depending on how you navigate through this time period. You're going to be, at the, when you're between these age groups, you're going to have a lot of choices with different types of men that you can have relationships with. So that's why it can be kind of tough. And especially it's really hard because of your age. You're younger and you're having to make some adult decisions pretty fast. And you, if you make one, one bad mistake or one wrong mistake, it could affect you for, uh, for long term. And we don't really want that to happen. But there, there are instances where this obviously happens quite often. The question uh, then becomes, what's the best time for you to get what you want? Well, these prime years are the best times for you to get what you want. It is very critical for women during this prime period to pick well, not wrong. Unfortunately, in some situations, and, and it seems like sometimes more lately in majority of situations, during this period of time, that, that 18 to 35 years, in the earlier parts of the prime period, women tend to 
like personality. And when I say personality, it's people who are more extrovert, outgoing. Uh, these are people who, who garner, garner the most attention. Some people may be athletic as, as well and other things, but mostly it's the, the personality aspect of it, and that, that does play a big role. You also have to be very careful of what they call toxic masculinity during this period of time. This is when women tend to be more attracted to the quote-unquote bad boys, and it lasts for a certain period of time of their prime years, usually, and not in every single situation, but usually it stops at a certain age. I can't give it a specific age per se, but I'll say roughly mid to late 20s is a, if I was to put a, a, an age to it, when women start to look for something different than that. But toxic masculinity is very, very powerful during the ages of about 16, 17, 18 to up to about age 24, 25. And the problem during this period of time is women usually will pick guys who they like or or are in love with, but those guys don't have the same feelings for them as they do for the guy. So, like I said earlier, you have the toxic masculinity person, and then you will also have the guy who's very attractive and good-looking, and a lot of women may want to get with that particular guy just based on his looks, but because of that, he has a lot of options. And the toxic masculinity guy has a lot of options as well because if one woman is drawn to it, there may be others who are drawn to that same type of a person. So the problem becomes you're competing for the same types of guys over and over again, and the results usually don't give you what you're looking for, what you want. So during this period, it is very critical for women to not pick wrong. You have to pick well. And so the very first episode that I talked about where I discussed the four pillars of manhood, where I talked about maturity, decisiveness, strength, and consistency. Women will go for strength during this period, but it's usually, like you said, the more physical strength aspect of it than the other portions of the strength that I, that I talked about, such as leadership, kindness, and things to that effect. They're not necessarily looking at those things. They're looking at more at the, physical, the physicality of strength, which is just a, a portion of what the strength is that we talked about in the four pillars. It's just one piece of a puzzle. So the four things that you should be trying to find if you're a woman, say, in your 20s, early 30s, is the, the very first episode, that maturity, decisiveness, strength, and consistency. If you find that early and you have someone who you are attracted to or that person feels the same way about you, that is the, probably the best time the best time to get that person is when you're in your prime years. The older and older you get, the less likely the chances are of you getting someone like that. It doesn't mean that you can't. It just means the competition gets a little bit more fierce for you to pick someone or have the opportunity to get with someone who displays those types of traits. Now, truth be told, some women generally will start to wait will wait until they get into their 30s before they start looking for those four pillars that we talked about earlier. And generally speaking, there's not necessarily anything wrong with that. The issue will become, what your, are you going to bring your past relationships into your present ones? So if you were involved with someone who might have did you wrong, broke your heart, or 
you had a toxic relationship with that person, if you bring that to your new relationship, the other person may not be as receptive to handling that. If he can have a choice, he will pick the woman who doesn't have that extra, uh, I don't want to use the word baggage, but extra issues that might be popping up that he'll have to deal with at some point in the future. So, ideally, the best situation for him would be to have someone who doesn't display uh, some of those character traits or, or those, some of those issues that they may have. When a woman does wait and she gets a little bit older, it's, it's perfectly fine. It's just that the, the issue may be that she's going to be competing uh, with a different type of a woman at that point because there will be uh, some, the male will have some, some other options, which we're going to get into here in a little bit. Statistically, as far as those prime years go on the woman's side, men tend to find women the most attractive or the most desirable between the ages of 23 and 25. Now, this does not mean that women aren't attractive beyond those age, ages. What that basically means is that if you poll all men, from regardless of what age they are, essentially all the way up to from the, you know, youngest to oldest, that is the number group that they generally all settle on, a majority of them. So from the ages 23 to 25, if we took a poll and we polled all men, those that age group is where men will find women the most desirable, the most pretty, the most attractive, that, that period of time. So what I would recommend to women is if you want to get the, the, what you really want out of a relationship with someone, this is probably the best time to get it, is in that 23 to 25-year-old range. And just uh, to let you know as a result, I think the average age that women tend to get married is probably 26 to 27, somewhere around there. I think men is about 29, 30. So generally women are almost landing directly on that number. They're just maybe a year or two short on, on average. Obviously some women get married earlier than that. Some women get married later than that, but that's just an average number. So in order to get exactly what you're looking for or something close to almost exactly what you're looking for, that would be a pretty good time. Now, I remember just one instance where I was talking to a colleague of mine a long time ago, and she was in her early 30s, and the subject came up on what, would is, what is it that she wants, you know, in a man if she wants to get married, this, that, and the other. She was single, and she came up with a very, very long list of things. And so after me and another person looked at what she had put down on paper, we both came to the agreement, agreement that what she was looking for was essentially Superman. There, there, there was no way that any of the men remotely could even live up to any of the stuff. Like, uh, most of the stuff she put on the paper it was very, very difficult for men to be able to be all of those things. And like I was saying, because she was a little bit older, it was going to be even harder for her to find what exactly what it was she was looking for. So for women... That age of 18 to 35 is critical. And one of the reasons why that is the case is obviously fertility. Women, there is a biological clock after you turn 35. You still have children, obviously, but, you, you know, your biological clock says, you know, it, it starts to get a little bit more, you get into high-risk pregnancies once you get into your late 30s. So 18 to 35 is the female prime, and this is when they can do their best as far as getting the most out of a relationship. This is the opportunity that they have to get pretty close to what they're looking for, what they want. 
that is the best opportunity. The hard prop that they run into is the maturity factor of being able to pick the right guy during this period of time. Now, if she is in a situation where she did not get the right guy and she was involved and got the wrong guy and maybe she became a baby mama or was married or didn't get divorced, so and there might be children involved, we're going to discuss a little bit later how that could be an issue for her going forward. But for now, we're going to just, just leave it out there and we're going to go into the male prime years and just explain what the differences are. Now, as I said earlier, the female prime year is 18 to 35. Well, with men, it is a little bit different. Male prime years are not 18 to 35. The male prime years are roughly 28 to 45. So it's about 28 to 45. And we say male prime years. This is when a man is going to probably look his best physically, meaning he's going to start to grow into his body in the, mid, in the, in the late 20s. He still will be able to uh, keep his body in, in looking really good and good, in good shape. And the other issue is, now this number might be off a little bit. I'm not 100% certain on this, but it's an approximate. Men's muscle maturity period is roughly between the ages of 30 to 35. So this is when they're going to be able to put on muscle on their bodies really good and hold it and keep it in it. It'll, it'll really look... Uh, they'll, they'll look more like the chiseled specimen type thing if they're working out consistently. Now, just to share a, a story with you pertaining to your your muscle maturity aspect, I remember there was a point in time when I was uh, my reserve unit had got activated and I had to go go back to my reserve unit. And what I, they was told, what I was told to do was just to get myself in decent shape because what we might be doing is going to involve some physicality. So I was already working out prior to this. But now I had to work out essentially twice a day. So in the morning, we would do cardio in the morning and we would do calisthenics exercise and then we'd go jogging. And then in the the afternoon, we would lift weights. And this was generally four to five times a week. We would run in the morning, do cardio in the morning, and then we would lift weights in the afternoon. And I did this for several months four to five times a week. And I remember I had to go back to my job to sign some documents, some things that I had to back to my original employment to sign some documents. And as I was walking, nobody knew who I was and they didn't recognize me at all. And it wasn't because I was gone for a very long period of time. Everyone knew me there is they did not recognize me, recognize me until I walked closely up to them and they saw my face because what happened during that period of time, I put on about anywhere between 10 and 13 pounds of muscle on my body. And it was easier for me to do that because I was in that muscle maturity phase. So I was a lot bigger and people were shocked. They didn't even recognize me until I got close up to them. And that's when men are basically going to look their best. That's that, that male prime muscle maturity aspect. So their body is coming into full, sort of full bloom, if you want to call it. And that is, that's, that's just the way it is. I, I mean, biologically speaking, it just it just happens that way. Now, men usually are going to start getting married in their prime years. Like I said, the average age for men get married is, uh, I believe it's either 28, 29. But a lot of men will wait till they get into their 30s. And as we spoke about in the second episode, in that decade of your 20s, 
usually once a man gets in his 30s, he usually is starting to go from that position to where he was working jobs to a career. So late 20s, mid to late 20s, early 30s, transitioning from working jobs to finding a career, an area that he's going to work in for essentially the rest of his life. So once men get that established and they're entering into their male prime years, they become very desirable by women because they will look very good and they will be working the job where their career is. And so their economic situation will be a lot better. Now, the risky part for men is adultery is at the highest for men who are married, roughly between the ages of 34 to 36, I believe. Now, that's, that's not a 100% accurate stat. I'm not 100% certain of that. I, what I can tell you is that that used to be the case several years ago. Now, it might have changed uh, as of now, but I'm not really sure. But if it's still the same, that's somewhat accurate. It would be 34 to 36. And the reason being, again, like I said, muscle maturity. You work, went from a regular job to your career. Women are going to be more attracted to you during, during this period of time because you're, you're, hitting your, you're sort of hitting your stride. You're starting to work, do, do a job where you're doing something that you like and you're making money for it and you're physically looking your best. So as a woman and you see, you see a, a, a guy in that, this category, he's going to have some options and his options are going to be higher now in his 30s versus when he was in his uh, 20s. So a man in his 20s, the woman has the leverage because that she's in her prime years where the man's 20s and his early 20s, he is not in his prime years. And when woman, when a woman is in her prime, she can date just about anybody that she wants. She can date guys in her age group. She can go a little older. She can go a lot older. She has many, a lot more choices than the man does during her prime years. So that's why I say if you're looking for whatever it is you, you're looking for, whatever you want, that is the best time to go and get it is because that's when you're, you know, going to be the most desirable to men in, in the age we had mentioned earlier. So we have the male prime 28 to 45, the female prime 18 to 35. And if you notice, there is about a 10 year gap at the start between the two. And with women, like I said, it's a more of a fertility issue too, where you are, um, the most fertile during those periods of time, basically at 18, 35. So yours is going to have to start earlier than, than say a man's. And the point is this, it doesn't mean that if a woman is older than 35, that she's no longer attractive. Honestly speaking, a lot of times women, as y'all get older, tend to get more, more attractive. Sometimes you, you start to even look better. And because you take care of yourself a little bit more and, you know, you just it's just the way it works out. But from a man's perspective, since he's picking, he and he if he wants to have children and be married, he might want to get a woman in her prime years just because of her chances of fertility are, are higher. So it does. I don't want women to think that it doesn't mean that you become unattractive because you are no longer in your prime years. That is false. Women can stay attractive for very, very long periods of time after that. So that's, I want to make that very clear. With a man, like I said, and the same for men too. If, if we are get past, you know, 45, it doesn't mean that we become unattractive. What I can tell you is that once you get a little bit older and your, your body doesn't react the way it used to for a man, it just, 
uh, it, it's a little bit tougher. So sometimes we'll, you know, I looked in the mirror at, at when I was younger and I look now and I'm like, oh, I'm not quite the same guy I used to be. So it's just, it's, it's you know, as they say, Father Time is undefeated. And we'll leave it at that. But now I, I want to really, really quickly, uh, before we get near the end of the podcast, I just want to really quickly get cover where the disconnect is coming at and why there's a hard time lining up when we should get with who and what, what the uh, issues are. Part of the problem is sometimes when a woman is in her prime years, she's out having fun. She's able to, like I said, she has a, a smorgasbord of choices of, of different guys who she can date. A lot of times she'll, she'll wait and she'll just get to a certain age and that age is usually around 30 years old when she says, okay, I had enough fun. I don't want to, you know, be out in the club scene anymore. I don't want to be going on any type of crazy, you know, college vacation type trips and things or girl trips. I want to settle down and get married. So she's still technically in her prime years, but the problem that she's running into is that the men that she is going to be attracted to who are in their prime years, that man is now just in the early stages of his prime. So because of that, he has a smorgasbord of choices like she did when she was in her early to mid twenties. So now he's getting into a point where he has a lot more choice. The problem is when that guy who might've, or who's in his prime, let's say he's 32, 33 years old. And I have a woman that say 30, just use this as an example. That guy might've tried to talk to that woman when she was say 23, 24, 25, and he wasn't in his prime yet. And she might have turned him down because he was not, he didn't meet the, the qualifications of what she was looking for at that time. However, as she gets a little bit older and she might run into that guy again, she might be attracted to him and see that, oh, okay, now he's starting to look better. He's not that nerdy looking guy that I met when he was in his 20s. I want to get with him. I like him. But the problem is, is she has now has to compete with other women because he now has that choice. He now has options. And so some women in their 30s are getting a little upset at that because they're figuring like, okay, I'm ready to be married. I'm ready to settle down. And I can't find, there's not enough men available for me to settle down with. So, and the reason being is because, like I said, those men can, a man in his prime can date a little older than than himself. He can date in his age group and he can also date very younger. It is not uncommon to see a man that's in his late 30s who will marry a woman in her early to mid 20s. And the reason why that happens is a lot of in those situations, she may not have any children. And she remember we said about the age when men think women are most desirable is in that age group. And that's what happens. So some women have their get their education, they have their degree, they're making good money, and they want to find someone who's similarly matched to them as far as the finances are concerned, looks, all of that. And the problem is the competition is going to be a lot more fierce when you get in your 30s looking to get married. One of the most difficult things to explain to women that I've, that I've had conversations with is if you are, if you had a child, say, uh, you know, out of wedlock and you just, you know, was a baby mama or whatever the term is they're using today, I'm assuming it's baby mama. And or you were married and you had children and you got divorced. 
and you're looking for men who are in those prime years to, to get married to, the problem that you're running into is a woman's natural reaction is to think that she's competing with women just like her. And when I say competing, with competing for marriage, just like her. So she might be competing, thinking that, oh, there's other women who might have been married and divorced, or there's women who have children who were never married, and I'm got, that's my competition. And I tell them, you know, all the time, I say, that's not your competition for marriage. Your competition for marriage is a woman that's probably a little younger than you and has no children. Because if you give a man a choice, he's going to pick what's the best option for him. And if he doesn't have to deal with a woman with children who may have some issues with the father or some other issues going on, it's a lot easier for him to make the decision to say, hey, I'd rather have a woman with no children and is younger and they'll be my children and I don't have to worry about any of the different uh, rules or boundaries because they're, they're, they're my children. I can set the rules and boundaries myself. So what I do tell women is you have to take that into consideration if you're going to wait to get married. Take that into consideration because your competition is a single woman who does not have children, not another woman who has children, because he has more options. Looks better, it's starting to make more money, more desirable to other women. Now there's going to be an episode Going forward, not it's going to probably be a little ways down the road on about the Pareto's principle, what they call the 80-20 principle. And you will see how that episode ties into how we do, how we're getting involved with relationships. So I'll say this pertaining to that. Women, when they're in their prime years, especially in their 20s, would go after the top 20% of males pertaining to personality, whether it's toxic masculinity, any of those things that we discussed earlier, they'll go after the top 20%. Then when they get into their 30s, they will go after the top 20% financially, men who are earning the most financially in the top 20% because now they're ready to settle down, get married, or whatever the case may be. And with that being the case, they're kind of getting the formula backwards, so if a woman is in her prime years, 20s, that's when she should be going for the, if, if her thing is to live comfortably or having a, a, a good economic outcome, is that's the time she should be trying to get with someone who has, I guess, the finances or resources of what she's looking for. Not in her 30s, because when that guy is in that age group, he's going to probably want to get with a woman who was younger and with no children. So that's going to be part of the issue. If women can get to an understanding of that, they will probably make better choices on who they're picking when they're in their 20s. Because a lot of times what's happening is they've been in bad relationships in their 20s. They come in their 30s and want to settle down and get married, but they're bringing a lot of baggage and they're, 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 they're emotionally sometimes in not a good place. So the new guy will gently have to deal with that if he wants to be in a long-term relationship or marriage with her. So if she doesn't have those type of relationships, she doesn't have that kind of damage or anything. She will be a much better person to get married to. So with that being the case, it's best for the woman to look for those four pillars as early as possible. 
when I say early as possible, I'm saying in your mid twenties is probably when you should start to be thinking about those four pillars of manhood. Because remember, we said that is the foundation to a man. That is the foundation. If you have those four things, that's great. Everything else kind of will fall into place. They will have what you're looking for on a long-term perspective. So stay away from the things. My advice to women, if I'm going to give you advice, and I generally don't like to give advice, just because something is shiny and it's glittery doesn't mean it is gold. It will dull. It will fade. And I'm pretty certain that men that you will be attracted to in your 30s, mid-30s, late-30s are not going to be the same ones you were attracted to when you were early 20s. There's a big, big difference. Most women will not even give those type of guys that they were attracted to earlier at the time of day. But that's just how things work out. Well, we're coming to the end of the podcast. I just want to say this before we go, before I go, is I want to basically say thank you to the audience. There has been a lot of support for this show, more more support than I thought there would ever be. I just did this as a whim. I did not have any goals or anything that I initially set. Now, I have set some goals since I started the podcast, but for the most part, I just was just saying, I don't know if anyone is going to listen to this show at all, but I am completely surprised at the numbers that I've got so far. I will go into that at another later episode on how we're doing, but if you are listening out there, I really, really appreciate the support. Continue to spread the word. I've done very little marketing on this, very, very little marketing, and the, the numbers that I got, I'm actually pretty surprised with. Um, my wife actually said she was surprised that many that many people listened to it as well. So continue to listen, spread the word, and we'll continue to bring you content. Like I said, I want my goal is to have the bring you content every single week if I can. And if I do take a break of a week or two or stop recording for a little bit, I'll jump right back into it. Because what I want to do is just put up as many episodes as I possibly can so that people can, uh, can, keep, can keep coming back to listen to it. And that's our goal. We want to continue to bring you content. And if you enjoy it, please continue to listen. Other, one other last thing is if you're on some of the sites there, if you want to follow or subscribe, you can either give you a notic- notification when the next episode dropped and you'll be able to listen to it first. Another thing also is there is a message section that you can click on. I know on Spotify and on Google Podcasts, if you just push that, that, that bar where the episode is playing at, it'll say messages with a, a, with a looks like a, a website address to it. You click on that. And then after you click on that, there will be a screen that says start recording. If you push that button, you can leave me a message about something that you want to talk about. You can be critical of the show. You can critique it. Tell me what you like. Tell me if you thought it was any good. And then from that point, I can listen to what you said, and then I can even maybe even include it in a future podcast. So if you want to leave a message, just click on that message link there, hit that record button, leave your message. I'll get it. And we can, like I said, I can maybe use it in a future podcast. With that being said, I want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the support. And we'll be back next week with another episode.